What's going on, everybody? Welcome into the Tim Donnelly Show presents Movie Night Podcast featuring Big Nate. We're riding on adrenaline. We got a late night pre- preview screening of uh, Avengers Endgame. You may have heard of it. It may be the biggest movie in the history of movies. It may be the cinematic event of our lifetime. It may be all of those things, and we finally get to talk about it. I love that we get to talk about it on wide premiere day. It, I mean... Yes, the, the 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 premiere showings are coming up here in a couple hours, uh, which means it'll be about two weeks until people are coming out of the premiere showings because the thing runs about two weeks long. It's a three-hour movie. Um, it's awesome. Before we get into spoilers, here's what we're going to do. Because I know that no one is tuning into the Avengers Endgame version of this podcast to get a, a three-minute breakdown of Gemini Man featuring Will Smith, uh, <laughs> we're not doing a trailer. I, but I do think what we should do is maybe three minutes spoiler free. All right. Maybe three minutes of of overarching, not going to ruin the movie for you. And then we'll hit you with the brr, 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 spoiler alert. And and from that point on, we won't protect you. So you're good for now. You can listen in if you haven't seen it. You're good for the first couple of minutes. We'll instruct you when to pause, uh, when to walk away, when to go see the movie, uh, and, and when to come back and finish it. So um, I'm going to start with the reason my hand is bandaged up. Yeah. <laughs> I literally saw you not that long ago, and your hand wasn't bandaged. Um, here's here's what happened. Uh, in intense situations, overtime games, um, uh, real, like the, the finale of a, a reality show that I've watched the full season of, um, and, and intense movies, um, I am a notorious nail-biter. I'm all just gnawing away. Fidgety. Just, just not even knowing that I'm doing it. Just as, as the action ramps up, I get to more. This one is a three-hour movie that has nail-biting scenes throughout. So you had to go big. So I, so I, I, I all of a sudden I look down in, in the theater, um, and all my nails are gone. Like they were all adequately bitten. Uh, so, so I had to, had to adjust it was so intense. I couldn't just sit there and like twiddle my thumbs. So I moved to a callus on my hand, um, and completely ripped off a callus, basically popped a huge blister that wasn't there when I started gnawing. Um, being that I was sitting beside you, I'm really glad you didn't just like take your shoes off and like, let's give a go (laughs) at these nails. But it is that kind of movie. and, And I know it's a weird way to start it. Um, but throughout the whole time there was built up pressure or built up intensity based on all of the rumors going into it and again this is spoiler free so this is what i was thinking going into the movie you know you start hearing the uh this guy's contract is up this person doesn't want to do it anymore this person is the arc is completing and so there was the added intensity of you never knew if or when those rumors were going to come true so every time any of those characters were involved in anything your the neck on on or the hair on your neck stood up as you were going is this it um and it it made for a crazy intense movie it made for bigger drops uh during the the quintessential marvel comedic reliefs they were they were bigger gaps i guess you could say if normally they go from an eight intensity and then the comedy's at a five this was at a 15 intensity and the comedy felt like it was at a negative 10 yeah. by comparison um so I, I thought it was really good um again completely spoiler free review go see it absolutely should we also uh, maybe give some love to the opportunity that was presented to see it oh uh, and and i mean 
Radford Theater, first of all, uh, they hooked us up. Yes, they did. Which, love those guys forever. Um, and those gals forever. Uh, hooked it up. Again, like we said, we got a preview screening for the podcast, which um, incredibly awesome. And then on top of that, it's the best place for y'all to go watch it. We were there. They didn't have the whole pomp and circumstance of the premiere weekend, um, but we saw the the structure of it. The green screen was set up. Uh, they had custom paintings on the wall of Captain Marvel and of other Marvel characters. Um, they have uh, coming in live music. They have coming in characters that are going to be there to take pictures in front of the green screen and otherwise. Um, I mean, the, the whole event, The if you buy your tickets online at Radford Theater, which you should do as soon as possible because I'm sure it's selling out. Oh, yeah. Um, you get $2 off uh, concessions. Concessions. And if you purchase, I think, three or more tickets or maybe four more tickets, uh, I'm sure it'll say on the, their website, you get uh, $5 off concessions. Um, I mean, it is it is a, a cool theater to watch something like that because it is – you know, it's a one screen. It's a downtown on a busy street amongst other shops, and so you feel like you're you're old school, but yep. then you're watching the most new school movie possible. So it's like it's a cool feeling. It's as if you know they they interrupted the the talkies to drop in like a spaceship, and you're like, yep. what is going on here? It's really cool. So shout out to and and we're gonna be shouting them out throughout the podcast, um, and and. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. Good popcorn. Oh, great popcorn. Here, here's where you get off if uh, you haven't seen it yet. So uh, yes. hop off the podcast, burr, 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 get burr, off the bus. Spoiler alert. Spoiler the alert. Um, this is yeah, this is the off-ramp. Um, come back and join us after you see it. This is what this podcast is truly designed to do. It's designed to be the club that you run to as soon as you're done watching the movie. Um, and and we emphasize as soon as you're done watching the movie. Uh, if you're some kind of psychopath and you don't mind spoilers for, for one of the biggest <laughs> movies ever, you can hang around, I guess. Um, but but if you want the movie to be as enjoyable for you as it was for us, because we truly went in blind without without any teasers, any spoilers, or any anything, uh, get off now. Pause it. Watch the movie. Pick up right where you left off. We'll be happy to have you back. It's the booty of podcasts. The booty of podcasts? Is that what I said? That's what you said. Well, podcasts are the booty. No. We had a late night. It's, it's the beauty of podcasts. There, there is a couple. Now we're like we're past the spoiler. There's a couple booty jokes. There There's are. a couple ass jokes on the uh, oh. uh, made by uh, – I guess we're past the – Captain America was fighting himself and commented his own ass from the past. That's that's the inception of the Marvel world. It was it was brilliant. I, I love Paul Rudd, man. Let's let's lay the foundation because we can go in a million different directions here. But I do think we, we like they did in the movie. Yeah, we can go back in time. We that's what we should do. We we should uh, like at a certain point be like rewind back to twelve minutes and fifty seven seconds in the. Listen to that. Now fast forward to 17 minutes and then... Uh, we get too complicated. Yeah, way too complicated. We do this in, in stages. We don't have that budget. Um, so let's, let's do the five S's cinema success. Five S's to cinema success. I'm, not gonna, I'm excited about this movie. I'm not going to say any word correctly, apparently. Beauty <laughs> is now booty. Uh, cinema success is now cinema success. Um, now the five S's to cinema success. We'll start with the star. I went way off the beaten path for Star and Second Fiddle. Just letting that be known. The five S's are Star, star Story. I'm not going to say a darn thing right. 
Star, story, second fiddle, surprise, and scenery. We'll start with star. I went way off the beaten path. You go first. Okay, so, I mean, it's Avengers uh-huh. Endgame. Uh-huh. I was like, well, I can't. I can't do it. I can't just pick all of the Avengers. First of all, there's so damn many. Secondly, it, it that would be a cop-out. So I have a very defined star and second fiddle, and mm-hmm. I think it all goes back to Civil War. My mm-hmm. star, Iron Man. Well, let's be honest. The star of Civil War was Captain America. It was Captain America Civil War. Yes, but that, that's my oh, point. This is, this is Iron Man Civil War. I went, and, and we'll have to debate this. I went Jeremy Renner. I went Hawkeye. Hawkeye? I, that's a respectable choice. He and the second fiddle. And we'll, uh, who's your second fiddle as well? Because these kind of go hand in hand. Captain. Captain. Um, I went uh, Paul Rudd, Ant-Man. I do think there was a distinct decision made by the, the Russos, the directors, the Russo brothers, as well as Kevin Feige and the higher-ups, I don't the actual powers of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, because Jeremy Renner and Paul Rudd were not in Infinity War. And Joel Captain or Captain Marvel wasn't either, but she was gone for most of this movie. Um, and those two guys had, like, I would argue, like, screen time. The most they've had. The most individual screen time, right? Because Cap, Cap and, and, and Iron Man are there a bunch, but they're always with the unit. Yeah. Like, Hawkeye had a legit arc where, you know, the, they're the only ones you, you really see a family other than Iron Man. Um, you know, you get to know their kids a bit. He goes and tracks down Cassie. He's at, or for, for Paul Rudd, he's at the memorial wall for Hawkeye. He's killing Asian guys. Um, and, and then he's, he's bouncing back and he's, uh, him and Black Widow have, I would say, by far the most emotional moment in the movie. Um, yes. uh, outside of the two at the very watch. end. But it, it was the most surprising hard watch. Um, I think they just, they did most of the acting heavy lifting, which, is rare because, I mean, if you had to rank, like, the popularity of Avengers. People aren't naming Ant-Man or Hawkeye as their favorite Avengers. Like, usually. yeah, there's a couple little kids that like Ant-Man just because they, oh, you get small like me. But that's about it. And Hawkeye. And gigantic. And Hawkeye, I mean, the, the, the six, the original six, it's like awesome, 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 awesome guy with arrows. <laughs> <laughs> or or swords in this one. Swords, yeah, yeah. Um, he, yeah, it just didn't, didn't do it for me or he, I don't want to say didn't do it for me, but he got the most to do, Yeah, which, um, I was not, if, if you were making a pick to pop for this one, you never would have, I never would have picked him. It would have been the ultimate pick to pop. He popped. He shot way above his, his skill level. He's a bench player that came in and scored 70. Just Uh, one great night. Yeah. He's going to tell his grandkids about this one. Um, so my star was runner again. I, I, I thought he had. A lot of the most nuanced scenes when it comes to acting. His was, and he wasn't in the battle at all. No, like the giant battle, they were he like was ah, away from it. Like, what are you gonna? <laughs> He's got arrows. Let's yeah. be realistic here. Like, just let's protect him. Let's put him in the back. Um, like Black Panther grabbed the gauntlet and had it knocked out of his hands in two seconds. What the heck is this? The guy Hawkeye with the funny air, the funny haircut and some arrows going to do? Mohawk eye. I almost, I almost called it funny air cut for <laughs> arrows and haircut. Um, but any, I, I, like you said, it's the Avengers movie. Um, star from an impact standpoint, probably Captain Marvel. She probably swayed the fighting the most. Yes. Star from a comedic standpoint, Thor. Hilarious. Never would have expected that, but I guess it was kind of the, the trend after Ragnarok. Um, 
star from a uh, plot advancement standpoint, probably uh, Cyborg Girl, the blue one. Really? I would her or Ant Man. Oh, Ant Man, yeah. But without Ant Man and without that rat, there's no plot. Yeah, the the rat. That's we'll that's get we'll get chance. to we'll get we'll we'll get to that. But um, the the blue girl was really Nebula. Nebula. Jeez, thank you. I kept wanting to call her Gamora, but that's the green girl. Uh, there's a lot of names to keep track of here. The ones that are there's a lot of the Avengers. ones that are complete made up words are going to be more difficult for me to tack on on four hours sleep. Um, a Nebula to me. One, it was the heart. Like, you had to focus when she was on the screen because the only difference between her, good her now, and evil her from the past was the gold. Was the gold strip. And for a while, evil her from the past had the gold strip. Um, so her whole just web was the most time travelery. Yeah. Um, as we move on to story, um, I thought the story was really good, but I do think it was extra, extra, extra time travelery. It was stereotypical. There travel movie. A lot of going back and, and I, seeing yourself. They and, definitely reference that a great deal. And and you have the Back to the Future and Ant Man deliver my favorite hard. line no, that's that not I'm, right. <laughs> I'm not going to say on the podcast, but it's about Back to the Future. We're, we're pa- people have already heard it if they're here. What are you protecting? Oh, because it's language, language concerns. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got, I get it now. Um, but yes, I, I the, there was extra time travelery, which is. When you're making a movie involving time travel, I think you almost have to like yes. be a little fourth wall breaking there, a little meta because there's just so much people are just going to tear it apart. There's it, there's so much exposition of if this happens, this will happen. No, that wouldn't happen because of this. This will happen. Uh, Tilda Swinton is going. Look at this line. Now let me explain to you off of this line because you are a genius, Bruce Banner, and you wouldn't understand this if I didn't draw this simple diagram with my sparkly stuff. Um, and and the, like that the meeting s- yourself from the past yeah. thing is always interesting. I do think it was a cool way to incorporate Loki, incorporate Gamora, incorporate some of these not coming back in the snap um, characters. Characters in the the end game. I don't think we'll see Loki again. I don't. I know they were searching for Gamora at the end. I have a question about that. It's one of my my. We'll see final Loki questions. again. There's apparently when Disney launches the oh, streaming and, service, there's going to be a Loki but, series. But that, I'm guessing that's a prequel. Yeah, I'm but, hoping it's. Yeah, a prequel. we're not. We're gonna. We're not. I don't think he's on the Ford. Yeah, I don't think line. he's. We're going back in time again. <laughs> Good lord. <laughs> Time travelery. Um, second fiddle. I already said it was Rudd. You said it was Cap. Why, let me ask you this: Why Iron Man over Cap? Outside of the fact that, that you're last, just evening it up between civil war. That last line he delivers before he's a hologram. The I am Iron Man. That well him, that that just over the top for him me. and Cap both had great lines. Yes. When when Cap was fighting himself on that and and he said, I could do this all day. And the other one, Yeah, 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 I know. Classic. The let's get these sons of blank is was a like a great final uh, culmination uh, after they they attacked. The other thing I'll, I'll say about the story is this, and if you've already seen the movie, you you probably got this. I love love one of my favorite things that movie movie creators and producers and directors can do 
is the entire trailer, those scenes were pretty much gone like 15 minutes into the movie. Yeah. I mean, literally, the trailer was like the first little bit of the movie. It was completely gone. So it was it was exciting. Like, it was good stuff from the trailer, but it was done in 15 minutes. So I'm not sitting there going, I wonder when they're going to show this scene. I wonder when they're going to show Hawkeye take his hood off and be in the rain. Like, that was early. We got it all out of the way, and then it's just straight content that we have not seen. Exactly. And, then and it's, that's what it should be. Like, like uh, Thanos died in the first 15 minutes of the movie. That's a. Uh, it's funny you bring that up because that's my uh, next S. You're, that's your surprise. That's my surprise. It happened quick. It happened so fast, and it was almost unceremonious. It it was it was very much so me going. Okay, this movie is not what I thought it was going to be. Well, I think afterwards you said people have been telling me it's three hours. What the hell are they going to do now? Well, they go blank because the they, screen goes the black. screen goes black for a while, and we were well, in a theater. It's over. We were in a theater, luckily, where it was our friend group, um, our, our our podcast group, and that's it. I wouldn't recommend doing this in a theater full of Marvel fans, um, unless you they, they might hurt you. Yeah, but uh, but it goes black, and then they bring up five years later, really slowly. So before they brought up five years later. Um, I went, wow, three hours went by fast, uh, which, which I mean, that is what I thought the movie was going to be. I thought the movie was going to be them doing everything they could to kill Thanos, getting the gauntlet off his hand, da da da, da. But it gets really time traveler. But it gets really time travelery because he destroyed the, the, the stones, which I thought was a good little plot device when they got there and he was like, oh, yeah, I got rid of them. It's like, oh, no. Um, how are they going to get out of this? And, and that's a question that I didn't think I was going to be asking. Usually these Marvel movies you see, all right, that's how they get out of this. That's how they get out of this. Um, but when that didn't work and then going into the quantum realm didn't work and then all these other things didn't work, it was like, oh, gosh, what's what's going to happen here? Um, my surprise, so your surprise was Thanos being killed. Shout out to Thor, by the way. <laughs> I went for the head. I, I was also, has any character in this series, and I'm, I know the answer is no, gone as far with character development from where he was like first Thor to now. He was he was funny because he was he was almost Drax like funny. Yes. Early on. He was the guy that didn't understand America or Earth culture. He's kind of, he's kind of gone from being a god to being a man. Now he's and not even like a man. He's like your your funny uncle that you know Lebowski. never settled down. Um it is a a transformation of all time for Thor. So yeah, he ended up killing Thanos, and then he remembered five years later when he was drunk, fat, and bearded. Who, who, this who all ki- happened. Who killed Thanos? That's right, I did. Nobody else. Stormbreaker. Who was holding Stormbreaker? Um, my surprise was Black Widow dying. Talking about you know, knowing rumors going in. I don't know if it was ever announced or maybe it still is coming out, but I was at least indirectly aware of Black a Widow Black Widow movie. movie. Yeah. So I thought I thought they were going to kill Hawkeye there. You know, I was kind of expecting Which, Hawkeye there as well, but I didn't even think about the Soul Stone until they're walking up and they're taught. I'm I, like, oh, God, that's right. Someone has to die. Do you know what I thought it was going to be? And, and I whispered They were going to find a way to kill him? I whisp- no, no, no. I whispered it to, to my wife. Um, I thought it was going to be... Tony and Cap on that mountain place and um, 
they were going to be debating, uh, you know, could we get Peggy here and he could kill Peggy or, you know, doing the what are we going to do, who do we love? Um, and then they were going to realize that they loved each other. Yeah. And Cap was going to sacrifice himself. I thought that's how it was going to go down. And that is not at all how it went down. No. I, that was honestly from from an emotional attachment standpoint – Hawkeye and Black Widow were the two worst people to send for the Soul Stone <laughs> because you, they fought. Yeah. And they, like, violently fought. A few times throughout the series. To not kill each other. To commit to suicide. kill themselves. It was ridiculous. And, and it, was, it was well played when they were like, I guess we both know who it has to be. And they're like, I guess so. Uh, I think we're thinking of different people. Uh, just, just really, really – and, and those two, one, no superpowers – which is why so often throughout the series they have fought um, because um, because they are, it's an even match. Um, and they're both really interesting. Also, all right, we're going to take a uh, – let's get through scenery real quick. Then I have a, a whole side thing. Um, it, it actually goes into sequel, but we're going to do it earlier. Um, scenery. I, I would guess the entire thing was shot in, in a warehouse somewhere in Atlanta. Here's the thing I was thinking about. There was only one new location in the entire movie. That's all scenery we've seen them do before. I want to say they were all like in the same room. It's we've, all green screen. The CGI. only place we haven't been is Tokyo. And we went to Tokyo. That's like, that of course was, we did. They're sitting there in a meeting like, all right, where, where can we go? We've where do been we everywhere. Go? We haven't I, been to Tokyo. Like, it just so happens I like Robert Downey Jr. likes sushi. <laughs> so, so we're going to Tokyo. We're going to Tokyo because RDJ wants to. Um... All right, so that's the five S's to cinema success. This falls into sequel, which is usually what we do last, but, but I, um, I actually have like a, a sequel, so we can do this earlier. There has to be some passing of the guards here, meaning, uh, it, I mean, obviously, as we know at the very end, the new Captain America is Sam Wilson slash Falcon slash uh, Anthony Mackie. Poor Bucky. Um, but Bucky sent him. Bucky said go. Uh, I think Bucky probably knew. So you, so you think if Bucky goes in that scenario – Cap says, send over Sam. Or no, I think Bucky and Cap had, ta- had, ta- had talked about it before. Arms. Gotcha. I think, I, think, I think Cap always said, if I can, I'm going back. And if that happens, Sam will take over. Here's a weird comic book one for you. Captain America, Steve Rogers, that after the Civil War whole thing, he gets rid of the Captain America mantle. It goes to Sam, uh-huh. and he becomes the Winter Soldier. Fun comic okay. book fact for you. Um. So we, we now have, uh, just to, to look at the, the passing down of torches, Hawkeye called his daughter Hawkeye. Yes, he did. I thought that might be a little bit of foreshadowing. Depending on what they do, I think so too. Because I'm looking, I'm look, that original six isn't going to be doing it forever. I know that Thor is going to do it because they've reinvented him. And I think that everyone really likes, including Hemsworth, likes the way it's going and thinks it's more fun and wants to do that. Um, Hulk? I don't know. There are a lot of Hulk stories I would like to see them do. Particularly, But the fact now that, that now he, he lives control. in green? Yeah, I think, uh, I think you could do a lot with Hulk, but... I could see it going either way. And, and Ruffalo, I think, is the oldest cast member. At least, we're definitely of the original six, unless maybe RDJ is older than him. But, um, but RDJ obviously isn't a cast member anymore. Um, so that's crazy interesting to me. Uh, who 
is the next Iron Man? Pepper Potts. No, it better not be. She's the least likable human on the planet. Rhodey. War Machine. I had I had two thoughts that are a little outside the box. Rhodey would be the obvious, right? Um, one, Happy. <laughs> Happy's going to have to hit the gym. Yeah. Well, maybe he wouldn't, though. He'd just be getting the suit. Just, just getting the suit. He's been around Stark Enterprises. Yeah. Um, he was the one that was, like, protecting Stark's daughter at the end. We're going to get you all the cheeseburgers you want. That was, that was a rough moment to watch after Probably everything. has some form of access to the money. I, would, I mean, he was Tony's right-hand man, of course. So he that's one. To the um, money. Next option, Shuri. All right. I'd say she's already moved into the technological expert yeah. of the Avengers. If she were willing to get out from under her, her brother's shadow and say... I'm going to be now making these different suits. I don't have the blood of the Black Panther in, in my in my veins, so I need a little bit more protection. She's already got the little hands that do the little shoot Mega Man shooters. Um, I wouldn't hate to see her be, be Iron Man. No, that would be cool. Um, I mean, there are a lot of options. Yeah. I, Iron Man is probably the easiest to hand down just because it's not power related. It's really access to technology yeah. and your brain power. Yeah. Which is why I don't think Happy would be the necessarily the best candidate. I think it would have to be Pepper or Sherry. I, 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 I'm, I'm with you on no, the Sherry sure. thing. All right. Well, I'm one for two. Um, big problem. I have three of them. But it's a three-hour movie, so it's not it's still a pretty good hit rate, rate ratio. I only had one, but you go first. Um, one, I hate when gigantic plot points are complete chance. This whole thing doesn't get started if a rat doesn't walk across and bring walk across a switchboard and bring him back, bring back Ant Man from the the quantum realm. Um, it's just it seems lazy, right? When uh, when you're writing a story, and I know they only did it once, which is pretty impressive with all this stuff. But when you're writing a story and and you go, um, oh, he finds an address on the floor, and then he goes to it. It's like, well, where did that like where did that address come from? Or uh, oh, the, this guy was walking and a tree falls in front of him. And because of that, it's like, that's that's lazy. It's quick. Uh, the rat, like there's no reason for the rat to be there. Uh, how difficult would it have been for um, one of them to be like, uh, you know, one of the Avengers that are alive to go, uh, wasn't Ant-Man in the quantum realm? Well, they didn't know that because that, that experiment that they were doing wasn't, or they stumble upon, Batman, but yeah, or they, 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 they stumble upon, or like Hank Pym's, because they were obviously searching, and yeah. and the storage unit that the van was in clearly said Scott Lang on it. Yeah, so it, nobody thought to make some. I calls just thought in I San just the, the rat was one of my big problems. Uh, should I go all three big problems? Yeah. Okay. Um, Captain Marvel. I do think we're getting dangerously close to what I call the Superman paradox. Uh, which is she's too strong, too good, too this, too that, too big, too powerful, too electric, too too actually um, like have flaws and and to uh, um, have a story arc that involves adversity and obstacles that need to be overcome. Uh, she she very very much so uh, is really really good. 
the the way they solve it is by saying there's other planets she can't always be here but if if the climax of every fight in every avengers movie from here on out is finally she's here we win it'll be a big bummer but an unpowered thanos did punch the hell out of her yeah, but then she was bouncing oh, right no, back. Oh, no, he did. He had the gauntlet on. And she was bouncing right she back. She bounce right back. She, like, it, it wasn't... She no. was unscathed after the fight, which is a problem. She was convenient. It's like having a rocket it's, launcher and a knife fight. It's why, it's why Superman movies never work. Because if someone is stronger than everyone, faster than everyone, more powerful than everyone, then technically the whole movie should be four minutes long. It should be like, oh, no, this problem. There he is, and we're done. Like, <laughs> Who do we call? Oh, right. So, oh, what's going on here? Captain uh, Fury, go ahead and buzz Captain Marvel. Here she is. We win. Like, that's that's not how it gets down. And and also, it took the her power took a bit away from the girl power moment where they're like, uh, Peter Parker, I don't know how you're going to get through all of them. She'll have help. And and Captain Marvel was so strong and so uh, crazy and so girl power that it's like, you know what? What is what is Black Widow? Or Black Widow wasn't there. What is uh, Valkyrie going to do to help Captain Marvel? Like, Captain Marvel is too strong for that. It's a cool moment where they're all standing there in their superhero poses, but uh, but Captain Marvel could have just ran through yeah. all those little... Like, she's a one-on-one match with Thanos. She's not getting bumped off by the little creatures that Thanos sends at you. <laughs> If you're if you're defeating the queen in chess, you're not going like these pawns are all going to kill me. Yeah, even when I saw Captain Marvel, I kind of had. I concerns. like the haircuts. The haircut was nice. Rocket didn't seem to be a fan. Yeah, Rocket's not a fan of anything. No, it's true. He's very cynical. And then my last big problem is, I thought the time travel did well in this movie. I think going forward, knowing that the Hulk and Ant Man know how to time travel. It kind of makes everything from this point forward inconsequential because if we're watching a Spider- now we can just undo anything. If we're watching a Spider-Man movie and Spider-Man's fighting someone's small town and Spider-Man gets killed or Sp- like you know there's a fight where Spider-Man gets his suit stolen and now the bad guys have his suit. Um, it kind of brings the stakes down a lot. Yeah, he'll just call up Ant-Man and be like, "Listen, Mulligan, man, happened again. Can you and the Green Guy send me back a week?" Uh, I know. I'll come back. I'll put everything back where it came it's from. It's the uh, cinema equivalent to a checkpoint in a video game. Exactly. Only they could go back whenever they want. Yeah. <laughs> eventually, eventually, some Ant-Man's going to get sick of it. Be like, look, man, we're you have five lives. Here's your counter. I'm not doing it again after that. Start treating you like a video game. Listen, and Peter Parker's like, but, 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 I'm just a kid. Um <laughs> Also, uh, I have a couple questions, just kind of schematic questions. Um, Peter Parker, gone for five years. Was his buddy Ned also snapped away? Yeah, because when he came back, that, he seemed to have some awareness. Because he came back and they hugged. Spider-Man but was if, gone. But if Ned was still he there, he would have been in college. By now? He would have been in college. Because Ant-Man's daughter did get older. And she got way older. Yeah. She aged 10 years and five years. She became like a... It's all the stress. She looked like she was a sophomore in... in college. In college. But last time we saw her, she was like six, um, which I guess is timeline stuff. Um, but I didn't... So people don't age when they were snapped away. Or if they're hanging out in the quantum realm for five years. 
For me, also it was like five hours. hours. So Ned must have been snapped away. And then they immediately just go back to school? Yeah, that's another thing. At what point is school like, all right, school's back in session. I, I don't know how we're going to handle the infrastructure because, good Lord. That one very, very much confused me. And how does that work for, like, retirement plans for the teachers? Like, do they not get credit for the five years of service that they were gone? Or, like, I I don't know. It's an HR nightmare. It it was, the the whole five-year gap thing is weird. But I get it because they wanted uh, Iron Man to have a family. Um, I don't see why he couldn't just still have a family. That kid was at least five, so him and Pepper got to work fast. I just want to point that out. Well, the last one he was talking about how he had a dream that she was expecting. And it was like yeah. it was like one of those dreams where uh, you dream you have to pee and then you wake up and you have to pee. And he dreamed that she was expecting and then he woke up and she was like, I'm not. But I think she was. He's rarely wrong. That's true. Who's going to make the suits? Shuri. It's got to be. It's got to be Shuri. It's got to be. I mean, she's already made that incredible Black Panther suit. Everyone's just going to be running around in Black Panther suits. Can't you get some more ideas? We need more looks. We all look alike. Well, they all look like villains are getting their hands on them. Now we don't know who we're fighting. They all looked alike in this one. They were all in the quantum realm suits. Yes, I liked the. I kind of like the look of those uniforms. I liked pudgy Thor. I did like pudgy. Like Dennis. Well, and in his was, Thor costume, I was like, "Good lord!" Do you know what was funny? Is when he was fat, he had a huge beer gut. There were still abs. Yeah, he was still abs he over the bumps. beer gut. Like uh, he had the, the abbeys all over the the beer gut. Um, it was a cut beer gut, which well, shouldn't be a real thing. I, I had a big problem. Okay, you cannot condition all of your fans for over ten years to wait after the credits <laughs> and then not have something there, not a little little dessert, a little a little candy with your check. What the hell, Marvel? What the hell? I do think it would have been the perfect... It was also hilarious, though. Because we waited a long time. Um, I do think it would have been per- a perfect time to show who the next Iron Man was. Yeah, that's the only thing is like when the Marvel Studios thing comes up at the very end, you hear metal clanking. So I have to like, assume it would have been, been metal perfect in some if, capacity. If like, all of the surviving Avengers were in a room. Captain Marvel's probably gone. A few others are probably gone. And Peter Parker, like, puts his suit on the table and was – and this is now me completely – this might even be the start to the sequel, so whatever. Um, he can't, it's not a spoiler if it doesn't exist This yet, does though. not exist, but I think it should. Like, Peter Parker puts his suit on the table and looks around and goes, like, who's going to fix it? <laughs> and everyone looks around like, oh, no. And, and then Shuri goes, like, I could do it. <laughs> and then everyone lo- looks, looks, pregnant pause, end of the, end of the post-credit scene. <laughs> and then that's kind of our teaser to like, she might be Iron Man. Or whoever, or, or Rhodey that goes, I could do it. <laughs> and then you're, uh, then you're done. Somebody needs to do it. So yeah, whoever, the, uh, whoever is going to be credits. the, whoever is going to be the, the, the next. Um, so your big problem was that there wasn't, there was the little tink, 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 and that was about it. Yeah, just give me a sound. One visuals. Tink, tink. Could that mean, could that mean, I'm trying to think of a bad guy that had the tink, tink, tink. Cause we need a new bad guy. All right. Frankenstein the movie. 
You want to go? I mean, I can. It's quick. All right. You take the previous 21 uh, Avengers movies, you combine them, and you add real death. Okay. Can we go off on the death thing for a second here? Yes. I have a firm belief that the only time the storytellers are actually telling their best version of the story is when someone actually is dies. when they have the freedom to kill somebody off. Actual consequences. Logan with over on the X-Men side of things, I think was easily the best Wolverine yes. movie and it was because they had the freedom to kill the dude. And I think this one um, the stakes, the the relationships, the friendships, the decisions they were making were all so much more felt because it was the first time I truly believed that Iron Man and Captain America might not make it out of this movie alive. And it made it so much better. So when I sit here and say that the Frankensteining of the movie was the 21 movies combined plus real death, that's like saying... The twenty-one previous movies plus much better. The 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 three deaths of three people that were probably in the most movies of the last ten years within this system within this universe. Dying, the longest tenured female character, the longest tenured male character, and the quote unquote leader are now gone. That is powerful. Yeah, because now you have to rebuild from you have the to, ground up. You basically. have to rebuild. There's going to be huge shakeups in the the hierarchy of decision making. Um, guys like Peter Parker, Black Panther are going to have to grow up quick. Who's in charge now? You think? That's. Do you think it has to be the Iron Man, or do you think there's someone out there who's like, you know what, I got this? I, th- I think it's probably Black Panther. I think Black Panther. I think Thor he does have the financial resources and a whole country. And he has the the calmness. Thor probably wouldn't work. Thor's a little too off the hinges. Especially if he's still drinking. <laughs> Black Panther. Um, I mean, Nick Fury's back in the picture at the very end. I, I wonder how much he got paid for that little, like, looking. 10 seconds you saw him. He didn't even have to deliver a single line. Um, Doctor Strange is probably part of the brain trust. Oh, yeah, for sure. I would go Black Panther, Doctor Strange... Banner as kind of a, I mean, the like a technological guy. Yeah. Um, like, I can't trust Thor Ant-Man because they're, they're the comic relief. And you don't want your, you know, I got a plan, everybody. Knock, knock. <laughs> Who's there? <laughs> We're going to beat Thanos. Hey. Like, you, <laughs> you, 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 you can't. Stand-up comedy won't work in that situation. So, I mean, there's a vacant. That's. That's a, phase four. Phase four is filling. Or what about what about this? What about this? Right. Phase four has to fill the vacancy. Right. There's a vacancy at the top. There's you know the mob boss just died. Everyone's going to be fighting over that power. Um, what about X Men? They did just get the rights to uh, the Fox part. What about a conversation between Fat Thor and Deadpool? <laughs> I'd pay good money to watch that. I'm, they, I mean, the the phase four is going to be fascinating, and I mean, I like, I think what's what's going to end up happening is secondary characters that die are going to go Disney Plus streaming. 
Um, Apparently, there's a Scarlet Witch Vision prequel TV series coming out because Vision ain't coming back. No. Um, um, There's going to be, as you mentioned, the – what was the other one? Uh, We were just talking about it. Loki? There's going to be a Loki. Like the secondary characters that die are going to come back on TV. I don't think they'll ever relegate an original six to TV. Maybe Hawkeye. Maybe Black Widow. But I don't think they'll ever send Cap – we're not getting an Iron, Iron Man. Man Chris Evans series. isn't going to come back for a 13-episode miniseries, um, which sucks. Chris Evans was my dude. Chris Evans' Captain America was, like, my guy. That's America's ass. That's America's ass. <laughs> he, he had more comedy in this movie than he usually he does. He really did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, I know. <laughs> I can do this all day. Um, done differently. What would you have done differently? Oh, I haven't Frankensteined it yet. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. Cut you off. The uh, hopelessness of the Hunger Games. Okay. The ensemble of a WWE <laughs> Royal Rumble. You don't so know who's going to show up next. You just hear that God. music. And here's Hulkamania running wild on you. Th- that was a fantastic. There were two really good scenes as far as what you're talking about with everybody coming out of each tunnel. Um, when they went, when, when. Uh, Tony said, uh, we're going to get a team together, right? And Cap said, we're working on it. And then they had like the getting the band back together. Yeah, the, like, little montage. the little montage you know, that every good heist movie has where it's like, we're going to need one that does this. We're going to need one that does this. And then the moment where they're getting ready to, um, to fight, Cap has his shield was just broken. It was a moment where I really thought he might die. He stands up and all the whole army's coming at him. And then, you and then all the circles. Oh, you hear Sam first. You hear first. Sam first. Like, uh, Cap, on your left. And then all the circles from the, the, I don't know, Wong and Doctor Strange and everything opened up and they all walk forward. That's a great, oh, God. It was amazing. They, but that's, that's Sam Wilson's music. And, <laughs> and then he comes flying through like that. That was great. So that was a good one. Wrestling, and then uh, the, uh, Royal Rumble is a good one. What will you see next of a three-ring circus? Okay. Yep. And uh, there you have it. It's Avengers Endgame. You had to go, and it's appropriate, you had to go outside movies for that one. You had to go to the circus, you had to go to the Royal Rumble, you had, and you brought in Hunger Games. Um, and the bow and arrow shooting of Hunger Games. Oh, I didn't even think about that one. Yeah. Hawkeye has more in common with Katniss than he does with any superhero in the movie. Um, what would you have done differently? <sighs> Other than the end credits thing, Nothing. I've maybe one, not make us wait so long. I've one nitpick. I think it should have been two movies. So you would expand it. You would have done what? I two. think there would have been. I think the characters of Iron Man and Cap deserved to die in their own movies. So you do like halfway up to this, probably until they reverse the snap. As, and Iron Man dies somehow. Okay. End it with the the funeral. Come back. There would have to be more plot points. Obviously, it can't just be a two hour battle. But Cap's I, not taking the stones back alone. You got the other Avengers helping him, and then it's that whole quest. And then he's like, "Nah, guys, I'm I'm staying here." Yeah, and then and I, I just needed you can I, break it up. I just wanted them to have their own because I mean. Like, Han Solo and Luke Skywalker didn't die in the same movies. Correct. Because... That would have been sacrilegious. Because we needed a movie to appreciate Han Solo dying. We needed a movie to appreciate Luke. 
now we need a, a movie to appreciate each of them. And they jammed them both down our throats. I get the dichotomy of their friends and enemies and they frenemies. They, they, they go at it and they're brothers and uh, they need this, that, and the other to all, you know, be along the same lines. But, but I, uh, I think they each deserve their own. And that's probably because I'm such a big cap guy. Um, and, and, you know, having his, like he didn't get a funeral. Having his tacked on at the end after we already had a yeah. long emotional goodbye to Iron Man is like, and I know they wanted his to be happier because he went back and lived his life with Peggy. I don't know. But well, the other thing is this. When he goes back, he's still a super soldier. Yeah. So is he like fighting crime alongside Peggy? You shouldn't we see like news stories through, popping up Through like stuff? the 50s and 60s and 70s? I would think so. And I mean, would he not... Buy a couple Google shares, uh, right at their their you know go invest in Facebook and Google. That's what I would do, and then give it to Sam Wilson and be like, now you can be uh, Captain. But America, he has issues with technology. Captain America with Iron Man's money, like I don't know the whole going back and living out. I get the emotions of it, but I he's a warrior. He should have gone down in battle, sacrificing himself for his team, making a a gallivant, a magnificent stand. Of some type. But, you know, he's made so many sacrifices. It was time to do something for himself. Yeah, he wouldn't have He earned it. Life. Uh, but I do think it should have been his own money movie. Uh, sequel. It's obvious. Uh, next Avengers. We, yes. We, we, we've got to find and out who's carrying the mantle. What do you, yeah, what do you want to see next in the MCU? I want to see... Because I'm, before I see another Superman, or excuse me, another Spider-Man... Before I see another Thor, I want to see another Cap. I want to see a Captain America colon the next Avenger. Uh, I want to see. Yeah. I want to see uh, the next Iron Man, and not have Chris Evans or RDJ in it. Outside of you stare longingly, their pictures at, on your at, at a picture like. Uh, like, it's know, a moment of pondering where can I am I living up to what this? would what would RJD do? That's that's the only thing you're getting out of it. I don't want that's what I want to see next. Well, let's see who hasn't really had. And I mean, we've already got a new Spider-Man on the way. We have a Spider-Man on the way, with Black Panther on the way, but I would like to see these before that. Yeah. I don't want to learn like Yeah, I think you have to build to it the same way they did before because I don't want to be watching the next Black Panther. And have Bucky just go, because Bucky like spends time in Wakanda now. Yeah, uh, have him just go like, yeah, Sam's doing good. Like I don't, and I don't want to completely ignore it either. Like I want to have those answers out. before we go see what's going on because it'd be weird if like Spider Man, we have a Spider Man movie and they just don't address that everything that Iron Man isn't his mentor because Iron Man was like a father to him. They also need to explain if Ned was. Tinging out the snap or not. <laughs> well, it's just, it'd be like weird if he's not doing the whole Mr. Stark thing, Mr. Stark, or if he's talking to Happy uh, and Happy's not saying like, oh, we got this new person to work on your suit. There are questions that need to be answered and can't be ignored in these other movies. So I think they should answer them first in their own movie. Like, I think it would be awesome if there was a Captain America movie coming out in a year. Sam as, yeah. And and they don't say like Captain America Sam now. It's just like Captain America, 
uh, on Stranger Tides. I don't know what the the you know the <laughs> Stranger Tides. The, the whatever comes after the colon you can you can make so, up. So Jack Sparrow shows up. <laughs> wait, wait a minute. The the Captain America, the next one. Um, and the same same with Iron Man. I think we I think we need to get those mantles taken care of or or not taken care of. And then this Spider Man movie needs to be all about the aftermath and Or the next Captain America movie needs to be all about shifting and, and reestablishing roles. Like the next Thor movie is gonna be a comedy show. Oh yeah, there's there's no way you could with the arc he had in Endgame go back to Ragnarok or the Dark World and he was funny in Ragnarok. Ragnarok was the switch. That was kind of the, the segue the into... Now he's, now he's just like Big Lebowski. Which is great because that's exactly what Iron Man called him. <laughs> Move it, Lebowski. So, so uh, yeah, so he's going to be like, he's going to be comedy. Um, I, need, I, need, I need a serious movie. Quippy, because they all are. I need a serious movie where we find out the answers to the questions that we have regarding... The, the vacancy at the top of the leadership board on the Avengers. So do you think we introduce a new character or we, using what we've already got... You can introduce a new way. character, but they can't be the leader. I think Nick Fury needs a movie. You know, thinking on it... Someone needs money. Someone with absurd amounts of money has to be one of the leaders because they need to be able to go to the big compound, be together, have all the technology on site, have all the weapons on site. It could be a situation where like Happy's not a superhero leader, but he's like housing them. He's the uh he's their host. He's like the the rat from the Ninja Turtles? Yes, Splinter. 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 Yeah, Shredder was the bad guy. Master Splinter? Master Splinter. Like where it's like I don't fight, but you guys come to me. And I'll tell you what WWRJD would do. <laughs> it's not even Tony Stark. It's Robert Downey Jr. They're, they, they're the same at this they point. They really are. Um, and I do hope that – this is now me just being w- wistful. I do hope that you get a couple Obi-Wan moments like in later movies. Well, they've already established he's a hologram. Well, he, he recorded that. At yeah. The end. I do hope that so I hope that, he recorded a bunch of those. Yeah, like when Peter Parker really needs him, he pops Just back finds up. It, yeah. Mr. Stark. Um, that's it. That's Holy it. cow, we've made it through a three-hour movie in an hour podcast. Well, we've only got one thing left to do. We got to rate it. That's right. Out of a thousand. Out of a thousand. The highest we've ever gone is eight seventeen with Creed two. The highest I would ever go with any movie I've ever seen that we've done or haven't done is Goodwill Hunting. I'd give it a nine hundred. This is it's not above Goodwill. This Hunting is definitely my highest score. Mine as well, for sure. You go first. All right, out Draw. of a, out of a thousand, Avengers Endgame gets an eight hundred and forty-four. I went better. Oh, what'd you give it? Eight seventy-one. Oh man. This thing is going to be way oh, up there. Oh, man. I really enjoyed it. Do you know how difficult it is for me to sit through? Like, I am uh, a squirrel goes by, something shiny goes by, I'm looking the other way. I did not once check my phone. I did not once get bored. I was glued to the screen. I was uh, enjoying it for three plus hours. Outs- I don't know if I've ever done that. Outside of that moment where we had that little dialogue about the, uh, well, that was a quick 15 three minutes hours. in. Yeah. 
I don't think my eyes left the screen. I don't think my attention the, left the screen. I was in a world with the only the reason Avengers. I looked around is because I wanted to see if other people were re- like as surprised a few times yeah. as I like. Wait, wait, wait. Was that expected? I, I'm not the only one flabbergasted by that, am I? Um, I mean, it brought my my wife was with us. Uh, she got a little teary when when RDJ went down. Um, not gonna lie, I, I I had to hold back some tears. There, like there there the, was awesome action sequences. There was girl power. There was. Uh, death there was youth there was hope there was despair there was a complicated bad guy there was complicated heroes there hilarious was pop culture references pop yeah the the comic relief like i said felt bigger because the intensity was bigger so the comic relief dropped further down um it was really good it was really it. good valkyrie's now the king of asgard new which, asgard <laughs> Which is, well, yeah, I guess it would be New Asgard. But he's she's the king. Yeah. She's got Pegasus. Which is awesome. I think we need to follow that more. I do think she needs to be brought in. Tessa Thompson, did you, uh, just side note here, to end the, the, te, the Tessa Thompson acknowledgement. She is a, I would say, a, one of the two-hander leads for the Creed franchise, which has taken over Rocky, which is, I think up to this point, seven, seven eight movies? Yeah. She's uh, starring in the upcoming Men in Black, which is four movies now. They had the three Men in Blacks and now this one. Her and Hemsworth. Not a joke. Um, <laughs> so that she's starring in w- one franchise that's up to eight movies, one franchise that's up to four movies, and now she's one of the stars of the MCU, which is up to 22 movies. Her calendar is... Uh... She's, she's going full The Rock. Yeah. She's calendar. just... Bouncing around to other people's franchises. How much longer until she shows up in the Fast, Fast and the Furious? <laughs> How much longer until The Rock shows up in the MCU? I wouldn't like The Rock in the MCU. He couldn't play anyone but himself. And I'm not saying like he could play a character. Like a he would have to be Colossus The Rock. or something. He could be a Colossus. I wouldn't like it though. No. Not as bad as Channing Tatum being Colossus at one point. Channing Tatum should be Gambit. Oh, wait, no, he was Gambit. Yeah. Who was... I think that's what he was, and that's what he should be. Taylor Kitsch was a good Gambit. They've had a couple good Gambits. I like Taylor Kitsch. He should be in there somewhere. I like Gambit. They haven't gotten that story right, though, in a the cinematic frame. Le- we'll, gotten- we'll leave you on this here on the Tim Donnelly Show Presents Movie Night Podcast. We just gave our highest score ever. Did you do the math? 857.5. 857.5, a new leader that's going to be very tough to beat here on the Tim Donnelly Show Presents Movie Night Podcast featuring Big Nate. Um, looking into the future, the MCU now owns the rights to the X-Men, to Deadpool, to all of those Fox characters. It's going to be awesome. Uh, I still value this universe moving forward, even without my guy Cap. Um, Can you imagine Deadpool in Endgame? I, I it might get very, higher than a fifty-seven point five. I think it'd be very difficult. Fourth wall breaking. It would be tricky. It would be very difficult. It'd be very difficult. I think it could be fun though. But I'd I'd I'd. I'd Line up to see it. Thank you to Radford Theater, most importantly. Many thank yous. Uh, hooked us up with the preview screening. Go see it. Go see it. Go see if it. You ha- Honestly, if you haven't seen it yet, though, what the hell are you doing here on this end of the podcast? True. Go Monster. S- go see more movies at Radford Theater in addition to this one. 
Uh, go see what comes out next. Go see what comes out next. Now that you've seen one there, uh, you know the, the ambiance, the atmosphere, how cool it is, and you want to be a part of that moving forward. Radford Theater. Big time. See you. See <laughs> you.